This is the Create Love, Create Freedom podcast. My name is Allison Fisher, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about signs that we were raised by a mother who had unresolved trauma. And then we're also going to be talking about signs that we were raised by a father who had unresolved trauma. We're going to kind of put them next to each other so that we can see them um, and determine whether or not as we go deeper into our own self-healing practices, um, we had this kind of trauma, if there are some unresolved wounds that we still need to heal. So trauma is inherited. Many of us personalize our mother's behavior. We believe that how she treated us, how she spoke to us, how much affection she showed, if she actually saw us as a reflection of who we are. That's why trauma, especially trauma from our mothers, can cause such low self-esteem. Although I've definitely seen the same kind of thing when there has been trauma that has been um, left over from our fathers as well. Most of our mothers were taught little to nothing about emotional awareness, boundaries, and how to communicate, and how to cope with stressful emotions. I also think that that's true with our fathers. Think about what um, men tend to tell boys. Don't, Don't act like such a little girl, right? Instead of diving into, why do you feel the way that you do? Why don't we talk about that? Why don't we find a solution for it? And what I think is important to realize, whether we have a mother or a father with unresolved trauma, is that many of our parents were still hurting as children uh, themselves. So ending cycles within our own life is really about awareness, um, not necessarily just placing blame. We have to examine the unresolved trauma in our parents, our mother or our father, but we also have to understand human behavior and make new choices rooted in self-respect, self-compassion, and self-forgiveness, regardless of our parents' unresolved trauma. So let's start with some signs Um, that you were raised by a mother who had unresolved trauma. Her relationships with her own family members were strained, lacked boundaries, or were overall dysfunctional. Many of us have mothers that have had that experience. Um, There was a lot of upheaval, right? Family gatherings, whatnot, where Our mothers didn't get along with the people in their own lives, the people who raised them. This is definitely a sign that there was some unresolved trauma. Um, Usually, if we've worked through that trauma, either we learn to set boundaries and or we could also put more distance between ourselves and those people who we struggle with. Another sign is you feared her emotional reactions and felt like you were walking on eggshells around her or had to hide parts of yourself. 
She blamed you for a lot of issues within the home as a child, such as, um, my life was easier before you kids came along. She spent a lot of time comparing you to other people as children, either her mother, her siblings, friends, co-workers, kids. Uh, in my own life, my mother definitely compared me to her own mother. You're so much like your grandmother. Look at all the pain that she caused me. That's very much unresolved trauma that our mothers haven't yet dealt with. She may have been someone who was highly critical of your physical appearance. Um, you knew that she loved you, but she struggled to express it or show physical affection. And lastly, you always felt like you were trying to get her approval or be good enough for her. And you often felt like you didn't measure up. These are all signs of having a mother with unresolved trauma. When we look at our fathers and those fathers who had unresolved trauma, um, one of the first signs is that there were a lot of fractured relationships, grudges, or dysfunction within his family. Um, either people, you know, not talking and shutting down, anger, rage, screaming, um, dysfunction, grudges, and relationships that were very splintered. Another sign is he overshared intimate details of situations with you as a child. Um, could be like that your mother never offered him enough sex. It can also be we would be divorced if it weren't for you kids. He struggled to show any physical affection or have any emotionally vulnerable conversations with you. Sometimes when our fathers have had unresolved trauma, they, or do have, I should say, uh, have unresolved trauma, they don't connect emotionally uh, very well. They're not open or vulnerable in their conversations in an appropriate way. They sometimes can be open and vulnerable in an inappropriate way by talking about you know, intimate details, oversharing different things, but in terms of really connecting with us in order to see us, they generally do not do that. He unconsciously shamed you for showing certain emotions. You're being dramatic. You're acting in this way. His presence was inconsistent, sporadic, or chaotic. He was critical of your physical appearance or your mother's physical appearance. And lastly, he regularly mocked or teased you as a way to show affection. So when we look at this kind of unresolved trauma, we often, in order to have the life that we would like, right? A life where 
we aren't affected in our own relationships, our own intimate relationships by these kinds of traumas that we witnessed or that we uh, came to understand as children. Um, we often have to first see that this trauma was inherited from our parents. Some of these signs can be very helpful for us to say, oh yeah, that's definitely me. And instead of personalizing this kind of behavior, oh no, he or she was very much right. My mom or dad was very much right. This was my fault. Instead, we have to realize and see things also from their context. And the very unhealed parts of themselves that were speaking to us in that way. We also have to let go of the belief that how they treated us is a reflection of our worth. Whether they, you know, um, showed us affection, um, if they actually saw us, if they actually spent the time with us, if they spoke to us in a very negative way. We have to separate, begin to separate those feelings of how they treated us as a reflection of who we are. That isn't who we are. We are not the person that they see through their unresolved trauma lens, we can be and are something very different. And again, as I said earlier, this is why we see ourselves with such low self-worth, why trauma causes low self-worth. We see it as a reflection of who we are instead of simply a reflection of what they have gone through. And part of the issue too is that, you know, our parents weren't taught how to deal with these kinds of emotions. But the more that we work on ourselves, work on healing the, the hurt child that is in us, we can't heal their hurt child. We can't heal the, the hurt child that is inside of our parents, but we can hurt, uh, heal our hurt child. And we can also make sure that we do that we don't pass that on to our own children. We can stop that generational pattern from moving on to future generations. So when we become aware and we don't necessarily just place blame, there's, I think that there's a time for that. Um, I've certainly placed blame on my parents from time to time, but when I become aware of the fact that it's really not mine, and it's not a reflection of who I am, then I have a much better chance of ending that cycle and about making new choices. Um, and so much of that is understanding human behavior and doing, um, you know, kind of my own research or listening to podcasts or, uh, you know, reading books, doing some studying, doing some health, um, some self-healing work. This allows me to really be rooted in the good choices that I make um, that are really deep in self-respect, self-compassion, and self-forgiveness. 
we have to forgive ourselves for thinking that the way our parents treated us was a reflection of who we are innately as a person. So on this path of ending cycles, it is not an easy path. At least it has not been for me. Um, it can take a long time. I see it as lifetime work, not just something that I'm going to get immediate results from. Yet it's been some of the most important work of letting go of the need to internalize my mother or my father's childhood trauma and pain. And instead, really be this much freer version of myself and who I am. And that in and of itself helps me create the life that I really want to lead. Um, becoming safely embodied in who I am instead of the stories that I have been told over time um, by my parents, I can create a different a different story, a story that helps me move forward. And, you know, as we step out of these patterns of having parents with unresolved trauma and wounds, I think it really also helps us step out of patterns of chasing unavailable love. Um, because again, the more that we heal ourselves, the more that we move from either anxious, avoidant, or disorganized attachment, the more likely we are to partner with people who are securely attached. And then we can be in relationship with partners who mirror back the good things that we are bringing into our lives rather than the same kind of hurtful, harmful, or painful traits we experienced in childhood in relationship with our fathers or our mothers. I think it's also important for us to acknowledge that we are whole and lovable and that our parents, our mother, our father's lack of presence in our lives, their lack of love and nurturance, or even protection whether that's physical, emotional, um, psychological, is not a reflection of our self-worth. And I think that this allows us to then step into receptivity, being receptive to letting safe people love us for who we are, even though we are on that healing journey. And the truth is, you know, even people who are securely attached or didn't have parents with uh, trauma, uh, unresolved trauma or wounds, or maybe they had parents that have resolved and really worked on their trauma and their wounds, and they are securely attached. We all still have a healing journey ahead of us, and certainly a journey of self-discovery and self-mastery. Another thought that I have is that 
we can practice surrendering. Um, especially when all we've known is being the strong one in the family. Um, a lot of times we had to be that strong person in order to really make it through our childhoods. You know, if we didn't receive protection or support, we can become controlling. Um, sometimes we can, I, I like to be, I like to call it being overboundaried, you know, out of necessity, right? Like here are my hard boundaries. For some other people, it can be um, not having any boundaries. And then for some of us, as we're moving through the healing practice and working on ourselves, we can have gone from no boundaries and letting people kind of walk all over us to having really hard boundaries, right? I need to create these. I need to have these here to protect myself. And instead, we learn, instead of kind of being extreme uh, left, you know, as a pendulum swings or an extreme right, eventually we don't have those extreme swings back and forth, left and right. We can instead kind of vacillate a little somewhere more in the middle. Well, yes, I have boundaries, a healthy boundary, um, something that matters to me. Yet at the same time, I don't have to put up walls that prevent love, that prevent me from really living a full life. I think this protection is is going to, these boundaries of protection are going to do exactly that, truly protect me. And instead, they keep me from living my true authentic life and being open and free and calm and rooted in who I am, self-sovereign. And so when we recognize these kinds of things, we can step out of that pattern. And we can also recognize when, oh, okay, I went from no boundaries to really hard, rigid boundaries. I don't need the Berlin Wall around me. What I need is maybe a little picket fence. And then we can continue to make small changes that are necessary on our self-healing path. And we can recognize the ways that we've tried to contort, bend, or conform, maybe even perform, to be wanted as a result of maybe some of the abandonment wounds that we've picked up from having parents with unresolved trauma. So I hope that this was helpful for you today. Um, Many of our parents have a lot of unresolved trauma and they are, you know, they can be people who uh, maybe never will be able to work through those uh, kinds of trauma, but that doesn't have to be the outcome for you. You can very much choose a different path, a different path than the one that your parents went on or are on, even though there was trauma or wounds in your own life. You can work on continuing to heal those. And one way that I would suggest doing that um, is by joining our members club. Um, I have 
opened up the Create Love Freedom Members Club, where each month we're going to be diving into a personal growth um, topic. And we are going to be utilizing those in order to examine ourselves, um, discover ourselves, understand ourselves, and also heal the trauma and the wounds that we continue to carry so that we can really bring in the life, the love, and the career, uh, the work that we desire. And that's also most meaningful to us in our lives. So if you're interested in that, please go over to Create Love Freedom on Instagram, click on the link in our bio, and you will find the sign up page for that. Until next time.